Righteousness of Patty Hunting's 2017 okay. streets. They not letting up. These 2017 streets ain't, ain't going to let us breathe, I tell you. No. <laughs> it's only day, what, five? <laughs> it's day five, and here we are. Joy and Marcel, who got you fucked up? Day five of the yeah. new year. This damn uh, activity of yogurt. <laughs> Listen, don't don't eat that shit. <laughs> you got something to do. <laughs> I'm okay. Huh? I said okay. Just don't do it, y'all. If y'all thought my chia seed store was some, don't do the activity. Just don't. Just just say no. <laughs> it works. So, um, activity, cut me my uh, run me my coins, please. Thank you. Girl, I just imagine people filled with activia and rage. <laughs> I do. All the stars. <laughs> she said, girl. So what got me fucked up is this rolling damn paper because I just rolled me a J and I had a speed it, a seat, a, little, a stem in it, and I just got a little hole in it, so I was trying to pull funny. I don't have time for this shit. I don't deserve this. We're only day five into the new year, and this is Trump's America. Right. That's This is some shit. I got to wake up like, it's it's a dream. It's just a dream. Girl. But it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. So, a couple things that a couple people got me fucked up. For the record, okay. So let me put this out because I'm tired of pulling it like this. I can see now I'm three <laughs> You better roll a tulip, girl. I saw that tulip. I was like, who's gonna put all that weed in one day at once? I That's like, a waste. I, I can't. It would take me. I can I would keep putting it days, out. I ain't gonna want it no more because it's gonna be stale. No, I'm gonna keep putting it out. I, no, that's not true. Me and my um friends for um our friend's birthday, we put like mm-hmm. a quarter ounce in a whole cone, and we smoked the fuck out of that shit. But really? it was funny because we had other blunts, but mm-hmm. that was just like the bazooka blunt, like for the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Yeah, we put niggas to sleep that night. Like, oh, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's down. Um, but we were up for me and the plug. We kept smoking. He was only the last nigga standing. I can't do it. Yeah, I would have been asleep. Sleep. Good times. I would have drew <laughs> on your face. I would drew hearts on your face. I would have drew a penis. <laughs> like hearts, a tic-tac-toe game. <laughs> you know, like a total tic-tac-toe game. They put some powder on your forehead. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Shenanigans. But no, so... um. One of the directors in my office left, and when he left, his parking pass came up for grabs, so they decided to put it in rotation. And so okay. you sign up for it, and you rotate, like, one month 
my boss gets it and blah, 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 blah. So I was supposed to get the parking pass January 3rd when I came back from work. But when I woke up January 3rd, it was raining, and I was not ready to go back to work. So I said, I'm going to telework. Like, I'm not going to drive in the rain. I'm telework. Mm-hmm. So when I get to work the next day, I walk up to the lady, the bowling lady in my office. Like, girl, mm-hmm. where's my parking pass? And she was like, oh, I gave it to the other lady. And I was like, no, you didn't. She was like, well, you weren't here yesterday, and it got pushed back. I was like, oh, fuck no. I want my parking pass this month because I was supposed to get it in the month of January. Right. And you're trying to push me to February. February has 28 days, and I'm not falling for a banana and a tailpipe. I want the parking pass. They're trying to give you Black History Month. Don't fall for it. That's exactly what I said. I was like, look, if you give it to me February, I ain't giving it back till mid-March. Right. I'm just saying. I want all so, of my days. All my days. I got a 31 day. And I want 31 days, period. So I go <laughs> to the other lady, and she's in there talking to this older lady. And I was like, excuse me, but I got to have words with this lady right here. And I proceed to let my petty flow all over the place. So the older lady going to say, excuse me, well, we're having a meeting. And I was like, I see you having a meeting, ma'am. And I said, excuse me, but I need to get to the bottom of this real quick. <laughs> She won't tell me, like, I don't care, blah, blah, blah. And see, I'm the kind of person, if you tell me I don't care, I don't give a fuck here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like, Joe, I'm like, oh, like, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Well, I'm going to keep going because I got to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> so she's going to be like, that's two. That's twice you that came here and busting. I said, girl, make it three. Because she was to raise up out of her seat on me. Like, she at the end of her dinner table. I'm like, oh, hell no. Are we shaking the table? Look, <laughs> you know how, like, when you, you know how, like, when somebody at the head of their table and they got to raise up, like, who right? Like, my business hours off, I watch, I watch. You know, yes. raise up on me like that. And I looked at her. I was I was not victorious. My petty did not prevail that day. I didn't get my phone. <laughs> so you got to wait till yeah. February. <laughs> but like I said, them bitches ain't getting it back till mid-March. Hey. That's Fuck all everybody. right. Fuck everybody. They should have gave it to you. <laughs> they should have gave it to me. I was like, because I was getting on the ground. I was like, hey. I said, so when I wasn't here, I said, you want to go call me? They just give it to me when I get back. Like, I didn't quit. I'm just working from home today. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I was like, girl, you being mad petty about this whole situation. Mad petty, bro. I was like, girl, you want, you ain't email me? I was online. Right. You ain't email me? Be like, girl, when you come to get, like, I said, you just right. have to keep it 100. Hey, Cookie, I have your parking pass here down at my desk. It'll be here when you're ready. Look, she stopped like keep one hundred. You just skipped me, and that's how you, and you gave it to your little friend, and that's how that was. And I was like, I ain't falling for the flim flam or whatever. I see you, bitches. I'm just just calling the state to state, okay? I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> Shoot. Anyway, 
And then the next person to get me fucked up, your goddamn nephew Barack, I'm going to beat the shit out that dog again. Because that little nigga chewed up my dipset CD. Good I was mad. I'll, listen, I'm going to scratch you when I see you. I'm going to come and scratch you so everybody can see how ashy you are. I am his That little nigga chewed up my CD. I'm a girl. Up top. Uh, I was so mad. I was like, what? Out of all my CDs. Uh, yes, I still have CDs and cassettes. Listen, no, I'm, I'm not. Sure. I just got. I'm super positive if you send an email to Cameron Giles that he has a whole bunch of them down in his basement and he'd be willing to send you a few of them, a few backups, if you will. So, I mean, he got you. I want, if I ever met Cameron Giles, oh my God. I would just get all of my life with that man. I just absolutely adore because he's, because he's terrible. He's good and terrible. He's not kind of terrible. <laughs> he's just good and terrible. He is that. He's entertaining, at least. He is. He is. He's just Young Rico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I'm going to beat that dog, but I buy him all the toys and all the cow ears for him to, you know, go to town on. He's teething. He's a puppy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's a phase, but... Mm-hmm. I was so mad because I go through so much effort to make sure, you know, everything is put away and, you know, I close certain doors and make sure, you know, like, and it's, it's funny. I have to close like the bathroom doors. I have to close. He yep. will go in the bathroom in the bathroom yep. and go in the toilet. He will go in the um, trash can and it's <laughs> usually ready to beat the hell out of him. I take all my precautions, and he still got me through my city. I was like, "This don't make." People gonna come visit you. You keep telling, telling people you beating Barack. I'll beat the hell out of Barack. Peter gonna show up. Listen, call him. Call people, and I'll be sitting right there <laughs> in the arms of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> like yes, I beat him. I beat him good too. That motherfucker Lord. won't shoot nothing else up in here. I'm done with his ass. <laughs> We sending people for you. Don't don't worry, Barack. We're on the way. (laughs) (laughs) They gonna rush you. They gonna send a drop squad. They gonna drop through my ceiling. Does anyone need to adopt? (laughs) Listen, they gonna reimburse me for the um for all the food I bought him. I'm letting them know, like, I feed you. I put a roof over your head. I bought you the finest of snacks and toys. Not the Black Mama Pep Talk. I sure did. I was talking to Barack like, he's really my son. I'd be like, let me tell you something, little nigga. I'm not out here raising you. You be acting like this. I'll be getting on him. Yeah. I'll be getting on him. I'll be giving him them big Black Mama speeches, playing my finger in his face and everything. And he sit down, he be looking at me. His head be going from side to side, like, the fuck? <laughs> Poor dog. I'm, I'm playing for him. That dog, he's gonna have his shit together by the time he's um four years old. I believe he's it. Gonna, he's gonna have his shit together. That's what I know. <laughs> so, honey, mm-hmm. where do we start with all this bullshit? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just, let's just, 
Okay. <clears throat> Let me just say this. I know that collectively the world decided that we would never, ever, ever in life address Chris Brown and Karuchi ever again. Oh. We said this. But being, you know, fresh in the new year, he was like, bitch, you thought. You thought. You thought. Because, like, he just, he started the year with the most freshest of fuckeries. And, I mean, I'm here for it. It's very entertaining. I watched, you know, a lot of the Instagram videos. Um Chris Brown is he needs medication. You can't he needs a tell me otherwise. Five milligrams or something. Really? You really cannot tell me otherwise. Like he needs to lay off of the sugar booger because he he going off the deep end. I do think he's on some booger sugar. I do think it's mm-hmm. just a little mix of drugs. I do. Yeah, absolutely. Do. It has to be because like it's either that or God forbid a mental health issue I'd I'd rather it not be a mental health issue because I feel bad if he's not getting the help that he needs for that because I you know a lot of black people go untreated for mental health for mental health issues so Mm -hmm. that's a thing but like I just hope this is I just hope it's drug related (laughs) (laughs) once he just lay off the drugs he gonna get himself back together I just I just feel like that's what it is. Because right now, he making VA look real bad. I don't... Oh. <laughs> 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 but he is really making us look bad. I don't... I can't He's an intramane. Like, like, VA is acting up. Like, what did, wait, what did Trey do? He was in Detroit tripping about to, about to get... Um, he was tripping in Detroit and got arrested and fought oh, some police and <laughs> child, but I was like, Don't nobody fuck around in the D, y'all gonna get y'all ass whooped. Like y'all better calm down, shit. <sighs> Virginia Detroit We're for everybody. lovers. Get this shit together. Like y'all yeah, really y'all making us look bad. Like mm-hmm. now all we got is Jay Farrow. Like, come on now. <laughs> Oh my God! She said, "Jay Farrow, girl." That's all we got. That's got all we got of the newer <laughs> generation. <laughs> and the old heads is good. They done got somewhere and sat down. It's these new niggas is acting up. This is funny because so what happened was Karuch was um not Karuch, pardon me, Karanikut was posting pics on the gram. And okay. uh, Chris was fucking with her. And this is how he's an asshole. He was all like, want that thing back and miss you and putting eyes under it and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's shit like that. That's that fuck nigga shit. Like, yep. my nigga, don't bother me. Like, right. stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really mm-hmm. want me. You just want to fuck with me or try to, you know, get me, debate me to say something so you can be like, oh, like, never mind, I was just kidding, bitch. Right, you know, like, right. Niggas be like, walk up to you, like, you look pretty today, pretty ugly, and you be like, oh, like, now you got to fight. Like, come on. Right. So. That immature bullshit. Right. So he was doing all that under six, and then so somehow, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Soldier Boy is all like, oh, Karoosh fine, and 
whatever, whatever. And then Chris got mad because he posted under her pic. Okay. So then Cruz comes and makes a statement. <laughs> Don't edit that out. Y'all already know what's up. Y'all already know what's up. <laughs> I'm laughing because he roasted her. Damn. <laughs> it was funny because she was right and I was mad. Like, girl, you should have just, she should have just kept her mouth shut. Why? Uh, it was her he, pictures. He commented he on it. No. <laughs> she had a little comment on some bullshit like, <clears throat> oh, this is ridiculous, guys. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. We should focus on, you know, other things. And then starts reading off her little resume of stuff she did, which is a cute, like, technically, oh, I wait. don't knock her. She has a cute little resume. Oh, wait, she's wait, 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 You know, wait, she's, wait. she's out here. Wait, she's wait, on any nominated, like, some, some <laughs> product she was linked to or part of was nominated for an award and, you know, she's you know, she's out here making her little way. And I listen, mm. I'm not mad at her. This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to ride your fifteen minutes to the bank. Oh But nobody you know. asked you, sis. I thought you know what? See, this is why reading is fundamental because I thought what I read was that she was just like, Hey, y'all need to calm down, like don't be doing all that arguing. I didn't know she was out here running her credits. Like, don't nobody care. No was, one knows you. Real. Listen, it was real slight. Ain't nobody but, I mean, come to see you, Otis. The point was, she was like, since you're here and everybody's coming to see you argue, I might as well throw out, you know. And, like, I get it, the opportunistic uh, point of it. I get it. But it, at the same time, it was like, sis, you don't want to attach yourself to this nigga any further. Right. <laughs> you want to disassociate yourself and totally, you know, be your own person. Oh, that and was I a think deserved on so many levels because he just started roasting her, and I was like, "She looks at me, don't he? Like a minute ago, it was all I miss you, and now you just straight fucking roasting her. Like this bitch can't win with you. That's she true love, though. That's and, true love. Like if you don't roast the one you love, then you ain't really in love. But see, I wake up every thing. morning and roast the hell out of Pearl. Like you see, this is different though. You can roast Pearl. Pearl's roastable. But you, what you're not going to do, you're not going to play with my mind. Right, You're right, not going right, to play right. mind games with me. And that, see, that's the thing. Like, all that, like, I mean, we can roast. We can roast each other. Yes, I'm a roast. Right. I roast my daughter all the time. I love her to death. <laughs> I'm roasting her. And she, you know, like, she got learn. She got toughened up. Right. But I don't play mind games with her. And you don't play yeah. mind games with her. Because the way he was coming at her was on, like, some abuse type. It was just it, so like unnecessary. All the abuse. It, it it just was a lot, and it's it's draining. And it's like as a person who doesn't even have to be the one to endure it per se, watching mm-hmm. it play out is is draining. As fuck. And it's like, yeah. girl, if you get off this roller coaster, you, trust me, you will you'll have more time to do more projects. And get more money. Why didn't but, she block him? Like, oh, just that's like protocol for a breakup. I know. You, you got to block. Break up and, and then block. And that's, yeah, like that's what you everyone gotta do, is. You got to do something, like, to make it known. Like, you have to be firm. But right. I also, I don't like loose ends. And I don't like, 
niggas trying to come back. Like, it, it, like things ended badly or if you just showed your tail on the way out the door, it's like, nah, don't come back. And you got, right. I, I believe in being firm about that. <clears throat> and he's not shit. Like, he has a proven track record of not being shit. Like He had a baby on you, girl. He fucking left you on Christmas to go hang out with Rihanna, and you saw it on TV. If that ain't bottom of the barrel, like I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like you had to lay on Ayala's bosom, girl. Yes, on her mammy titties, bruh. Like that was that's 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 pretty much where you draw the line in the sand. Them janks look like they smell like Newport. Uh, Newport and Avion Musk. Yes. <laughs> the blue bottle. <laughs> or white diamond. Girl. Oh, God. Girl. And Corvassia. Freshly bathed and skin so soft, okay? <laughs> oh, the skin so soft in Newport. Girl. What a splash of Corvassier. She got skin yes. behind her knees, girl. And all her wrists, <laughs> girl. And you know she put female. a little of that. You know it got the matching powder, so she put a little of that in between the breasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She keeps she powder down. She powder down. Yes. Yes, girl. So in comes Soldier Boy and all of this. So Soldier Boy and Chris are going back and forth, and we were sitting in the Facebook group, and the homie Damien posts a video, and (laughs) it's like we all tune in, and I wasn't ready for what I saw. (laughs) I was not ready on any level, and it's a picture of, it's like more Soldier Boy, and I'm like, oh, any other time, I would just it because I don't keep up with the stuff that he says because right. it's, it's, it's just too much. I don't right. really listen to what he says. Um, but at the same time, because you're on these same social media platforms, you can't you can't go a day without hearing about what he's done. Mm-hmm. So um, I just so happen to click the video because I'm like, all right, what's going to happen? Yeah, I wasn't ready. So the nigga walking around talking about, the niggas talking about Chris Brown, I ain't from the hood. I ain't from the hood. And I'm sitting here looking like, nigga, who does that? Right. Like, who goes to the hood to act like and Who gets money and goes back to the hood unless you're doing outreach? What is you there for? Child, he's not even from that hood. So Embarrassing. She walks up to some guy and the nigga's like, man, nigga, get off. And next thing you know, Soldier Boy's phone goes to the ground and he's immediately picked up by He threw it to the ground. So when we saw it, at first, before we saw that footage from that angle, it really looked like this nigga got his phone snatched and I Mm -hmm. lost all composure. (laughs) Girl, it was hysterical. I thought he cried in the car. And this nigga actually put his phone down. I still wanna know. I feel so I don't know people who would put a track phone on the ground. Like why would you put your iPhone on the ground? Girl, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put motherfucking I wouldn't put 
man, I wouldn't put a diaper on the ground. I wouldn't do shit. I wouldn't put no stuff in this mind. I would fuck no. Right. I'm not putting none of my stuff on the ground. Like, I'm just not doing that. That's stupid. I'm going to be like, exactly, hey, hold my when phone. You about to, listen, you about to throw down and you put your shit on the ground, that's how somebody's going to pick that shit and walk off. It's going to be yanked. Right. It's, it's not yours no more. It's, it's, it's fight protocol 101, okay? It's iPhone and, now, punk. Like, and it was an iPhone phone. 7. That was a smooth iPhone 7. Like, Man, they would have jailbroke that thing so fast. <laughs> so then, that next day, this nigga on here talking about, yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm finding my mother in the hospital and she's sick and, and I don't want her, you know, to leave this earth with me acting like this. I need to, you know, I, I love everybody. I'm about music now, you know, and I'm I want to make music with Chris Brown and, you know, certain names of people that he had beef with. Because when he was beefing with Amigos, uh, what was it, Quavo he was beefing with? I was like, nigga, stop. I prefer Amigos over a soldier boy. Like, come right. on now. Like, don't do this. And then Amigos, I just don't believe this. So, anyway, I, who knows? I don't know if you see this. So, um,. <laughs> He was just, you know, like, really, like, he turned over a new week, but then you fast forward to today, which is only the fifth day of 2017. Here we are documenting this Negro, Negro, this is this Negro foolishment, and 50 Cent wants to have a celebrity boxing match. Yeah, it's been confirmed. It's happening. It has been confirmed. It's happening. Chris Brown is confirmed. Soulja Boy is confirmed. Soulja Boy has Floyd Mayweather uh, training him. Now, this is what else I saw, and I don't understand. So apparently, Nia Guzman was over at Floyd's house, and Social Boy was there, and they're taking pics of Chris Brown's daughter. No, while they're there, and I'm like, oh, that is so raggedy. What the fuck is you doing? Like everybody, it, everyone like, this knows is, kids are off limits. Again. Don't have my child around. Why are you? This is Don't how. Don't. You play games and my child is. This is why. Okay. Let me tell you something. All you motherfuckers who don't have kids. Because <laughs> all you people who have kids know already. Right. Right. And for these people in this situation, the only person in that whole situation who didn't have a child was Soldier Boy. So everybody, as far as I'm concerned, was dead ass wrong. Floyd, mm-hmm. me, like everybody, like, even though I don't think Floyd had beef with Chris per se, I don't think just, he does. But he's still, I don't, like he would he should have been like yo for real like don't do that. But wait, is Floyd the same nigga that was on the phone when his friend was killing that uh, that lady? So I don't have too much confidence in Floyd as a decent human being. But wasn't the lady, wasn't she connected to Chris Brown somehow? Oh, my gosh. This too much. This is wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop. Don't quote me on that. Allegedly. Hold on. Please okay. Let me find this story. Because I remember, I can't remember. She was friends with somebody. The guy, yes, the guy who killed her was on the money team. But the girl, she was she was someone's backup dancer or linked to someone either as a stop something. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just don't have. I just Floyd is a horrible person. He's just 
the the things that he does is you can't I can't even verbalize how disgusted I am by him. He's just a horrible person. I don't want to talk about how I accidentally said murder for money, and I meant to do murder. <laughs> you almost said what? I accidentally Googled murder for money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody going to call me in like three three weeks talking about, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, no, she was reportedly. No, 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 she was reportedly. Okay, so it was the murder suicide, and she was reportedly um, had an affair with Trey Songz. So I knew it was one. That's right. Okay, okay. It's VA niggas. (sighs) Okay, yeah. Her name was Stephanie. His name was Earl. Earl Hayes. Oh, and there's Mm -hmm. a picture of her. Yeah, she knew Chris Brown. Yeah, the rapper Earl Hayes, who was once signed to Mayweather's. Record label often party with Floyd Mosley has been a backup dancer with numerous singers, including Chris Brown and Britney Spears. Yeah. Residents heard women screaming in the apartment before shots went out. Yeah. So yeah. Just all oh, yeah. this is just all oh, like shit. a a ball of just wax. But not to say that um the vow that Floyd has even Chris, I don't think they do. I think his baby mom was just over there or whatever, chilling, but she was taking pics with the, you know, with the daughter there, and then somehow Soldier Boy, you know, and it just, nah, like, don't be, don't put yourself in that position when you're out and about with my child, like, you're moving in these circles where mm-hmm. now you got her. In, like, it's bad enough Chris was having a poor child all the day of house parties with all the motherfucking niggas up in there, all the people mm-hmm. up in there. But now you doing this bullshit. Right. It's like everybody calls My thing is, there. Neo, why is he there? Like, why are you, are you home hopping? Like, what, aren't you getting enough you. in child support? Engaged to who? I don't know. Because I thought he was messing with Tiny. He ain't messing with Tiny. He trying to fuck or I don't I don't think they serious for real for real. Uh, if any I mean, but that's me and my personal that's my opinion, you know. If he his name is tied to too many bad things, I think his he should set goals for 2017. I don't know, like graduating from ICDC, you know, things like that, you know, mm-hmm. befriending Fantasia to get tutoring lessons, things like that. These are I'm things that he you. should be I'm focusing fight on. You so goddamn hard. You're going to fight I'm me gonna... because I'm trying to encourage this man to, you know, of higher learning. This is you why you want to have to invoke. Let me tell you something. Y'all going to stop talking about Fantasia. I am team Fannie Mae. Y'all not going to talk about Fantasia. She has come a long way. I love Tasia. I love Tasia. I love her. She overcame her illiteracy. Floyd still out here. She did. And I think she'd be the perfect candidate for tutoring. Like, I feel like she could really go to him on some real nigga shit and be like, listen, like, I've been in your shoes. I've been there. I can help you. I can walk you through the steps. Like, she's the perfect person. So... I'm just going to keep it moving past that point. <laughs> I've got nothing. I've got nada. I'm just going to try to focus. Um, but so, reach out to me. I tutor to your ass. <laughs> I got an indoor pool and an outdoor pool. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Floyd. 
things I have. God, <laughs> he means something, man. He really does. But when you look at that whole switch, it's all some mess. It's a mess. And it I can't is. believe it's 2017, and we really are still talking about Soldier Boy. Right. I thought he was finished. Like, I thought that's why he left um, Love and Hip Hop and stuff. I thought he just wanted to fade to black. I thought that he had, right, like he made enough money where he was just going to chill. Or I thought Couldn't he Couldn't have been with Mona. He didn't make enough money. No, when he when he did um, the Crank Fest, he wrote and produced that song all by himself, so he and got he just got coins. Money. He just got coins from Lemonade. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. so you should be sitting down. You're making Beyonce look bad. Sit down. <laughs> oh, the hive gonna come for him next. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're you're you are throwing mud on Beyonce's name, and we cannot have that. That is hilarious, girl. I don't know the percentage of the coins, but I'm sure it was decent. Of course. Of course it was. And yes, mama pays fairly, okay? So I know you sitting you sitting right. You need to get somewhere and sit down. Have all of I, the seats. I, see, that's my thing. My thing is just more along the lines of I thought that what he did was very dangerous going into that neighborhood, and it's not mm-hmm. something that we need to encourage more children to do. You do not make money and then start fucking with the hood. And it's yeah. like everybody that I know, because I'm not from the hood, but everybody that I know who's from the hood does not live there. And if they still do, not too many people really getting down with them like that because they're still on the same stuff. And right. nobody wants to listen. No one wakes up and says, "Ooh, I love this hood life." No one says that. Everyone dreams of making it out the hood. So while you're going back, I don't understand. While you're repping a gang, I don't get it. Like I never understood industry niggas who who rep gangs. Like I ain't gonna speak too much on it, but I ain't about that life. Like I just don't. Mm-hmm. I've never understood it. Right. It just. It just seems like, you know how, like, when you're in a sorority and you pledge in your undergrad, but then you kind of, like, there's pledging when you're graduates in grad school? It's like, it's like to me, that's what it kind of it's akin to, sort of reminds me of, like, okay, you really are not, you know, you're not getting jumped in. You're going to make a donation to the set. Right. And they're going to let you claim <laughs> Like <laughs> you pay the dues in the association, and they let you get into a jacket. Like thank you, right? Because you like, you just like how do you just, just? I don't understand. Like it's because <laughs> like, I get it for like I get it for dudes. Like I think okay, like Snoop and like the game. Like they started right. there. I think they right. they, they originated they there before, right? Before right. Doing rap, but nigga, doing you was games. never you right. was never shooting in the gym. Never. <laughs> so <laughs> what are you doing right now? Right. Like it what it doesn't make sense. Like why would you want to like you can't be really it. comfortable because you can't flex like that because how dare you first and foremost you go can't. there and and, and, and and flash your money. Like what they gonna like, drag you, you. Like, and you're not even there to do anything productive. Like, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, up. if you're not there to give community outreach, what are you there for? Like, you're, you're out there, there and you spray paint it out. on the curb. Right. 
Like, you're not there to, to help the schools or tell the kids, like, do better. Like, you literally are there promoting more negativity and more right. stuff that they don't need. And you got, like, no, don't think that that won't cause more police presence. Come on now. like you're, you're, Of course, you're, have we not learned from Bobby fucking Schmurda? Have we not learned? Y'all just, y'all just keep Stop being it. stupid. You just keep being stupid. <laughs> and I ain't got no time for it. I just don't get it. What are you there for? Like, I get it. Like, J. Cole, he went back to his hood. He turned that place or is turning his old house into, like, you know, a center for single women with kids. Like, that's why he went back for community outreach. You going back to paint fruit on the curb? Nigga, you lame. You're lame. You need to grow up. So waste of time. I just was disappointed by the whole thing. I think, like, all of the whole situation, but at the same time, I guess it's like when you look at how old they are, and I keep forgetting, I'm more disappointed that, like, 50 and Floyd are involved in this and somehow. Like, I get it, celebrity match, they're going to donate it to charity, but at the same time, it's like, they're, like, my age. And I'm like, why are y'all? It just... It just comes across as instigator. Maybe they're not. It is. Maybe it's they're stupid. Not, it is but... so many things he could have went back to the hood for. Like, you could have went out there to talk about, you know, racism, police brutality, you know, how anything, how to get out the hood. How to use your money to do start a business. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, these are how you get resources. Like, you start at the a age music of 17, program. Right, created your own song and really made millions of dollars off that shit. And it's like, this is what you go back to do. It's very disappointing. But so just, much wasted think, talent. I think it's just a lot, of, it's a lot of stuff going on that it's like, this is not important. But it, it just, I'm just more concerned at how, I don't know, like, I wasn't really involved. In, I didn't get involved, really involved into it until I seen that. So I cracked up at that thing because I was going to was that shit was There's my phone. Hey, hey, there's my phone. There's my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and he was about to take that chain off then he thought about it he was like nah that's a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> like we got your phone nigga take the chain off they're gonna have your chain right so next on the list we have Timberell. We've got Shirley. Green Fuck that fat neck bitch. So what's Shirley looking? I'm talking about that fat ass Kimberell. So okay. So here's the thing. If you don't know, Kimberell was at her church and she preached a sermon to talk about homosexuality and that homosexuality that homosexuality is a pimpolution. Mm-hmm. that, you know, just jamming it. And the thing about it, okay, when I heard her say it, unfortunately, while I was disappointed, I can't say that I was very, that I was surprised. Oh, I'm not surprised at all because that's the common theme of the black church. It's, 
you know, y'all love the LGBTQ when they're in your choir stands and when they got your tambourines and when they're altering your suits for your fashion show and when they're decorating your pulpits and putting your flowers together. Y'all love the gays then. Y'all have nothing but praises for the for the gays then. But then you want to turn around and call them perverts. Like, bruh, it ain't even that. Don't. Just don't. I mean, I I grew up in the church. Um, I've been going to church all my life. Um, and it was a couple things that struck me. First and foremost, I have never, uh, I can never recall a time where I have physically been in a black church and I heard a positive or pro-gay message or something to a pastor. I cannot ever recall this. Um, I've seen it. I've, there's a guy, it was on Facebook, and he was, talk, he was talking about it. He was like, oh, he was like, a lot of y'all, y'all pick and choose the sin. I can't remember the pastor. Hold on, let me go look at that. Did I save it? Where did I save it? It's, it's like it, it rubs me the wrong way because on one end, you'll have, you'll have pastors and church folk will say, you know, oh, you know, God or Jesus died for our sins and we're under the new covenant, which is the New Testament. If that's the case, why are you referring back to the old? Either we in there or we not. We not, right. And for me, what I believe is that Christ preached agape love. Christ love is agape Right, right, unconditional. And so my thing is um, I have... Um, like I said, I've been in this church all my life, and as a single mother, I've been raked over the coals by the in the pulpit from the pulpit. Oh, me too, me too. So I, I was did. set down. They set my black ass down. I was nineteen. I got pregnant. I could not participate in any church activities. None. Oh, my mother didn't allow me to um, have my child christened in the church because See, I was. It's just, <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> so anyway, I'm not gonna get into everything. You're not winning that. souls that way, just so you know. You're turning people Always. against it. The thing about it is, is that the more people that I am friends with, that I've become friends with in the LGBT community and the more that I've checked myself over the years to enlighten myself and make sure mm-hmm. that I did not, you know, speak bigotry or hatred. Mm-hmm. Um, I've cringed hearing that message in the pulpit. Um, I don't go to church like I used to. Um, yeah. It's been difficult for me. I've, I've been going through some stuff. But um, I've always I've had the opportunity, I feel, to develop or learn, figure out for myself my own personal relationship with God mm-hmm. and, you know, the Bible, what it means. Because you're supposed to understand it for yourself. You're supposed to read it for yourself. Don't just lean to what the pastor is telling you. Mm-hmm. Because we have to remember the pastor is human as well. They yeah. are human. They're not perfect. And, you know... I don't believe, I believe that there are some archaic uh, practices, archaic uh, ideologies in the church that I do believe the church does 
The church definitely needs to, to change, but not become more secular, but it needs to... Like, Just preach love. All you have to quiet. do is preach love, and you will win so many souls because people will start to convict themselves. That's how you win souls, is by preaching love. All you have to do is embrace people. They will read for themselves. They will make the conscious effort to change themselves. But you bashing somebody, you're not doing nothing but pushing them away. I feel compelled to disclose that I am, um, well, I am. I was a a member of First Baptist Antarctic. And Kim Morrell did perform at our Christmas play. Um, I was an active member of the church when I was there. I was involved in the ministry, and I, uh, we're getting an echo. Sorry. And I did try. I paid my tithes and stuff, but I ended up going back to my home church that I grew up in, and now mm-hmm. I'm really there. Um, it's not a bad church, but I saw, you know, where people were talking about um, Pastor Shirley Stevens' comments that she gave about Kimberell while she was at First Baptist in Art. Mm-hmm. And basically, Shirley was just like, you know, Kim wants to talk about homosexuality. Well, she should talk about it four years ago when they legalized gay marriage. And I was like, I mean, I wasn't surprised to hear that either. <laughs> they've, been, they've been going in, and this is not just us. I'm not saying First Baptist in Art, but I've been in black churches in the past. Like, listen, we don't preach that marriage is between a man and a man. We preach that marriage is between a man and a woman the way it says in the Bible. Like, we don't preach, like, we're women, and we're, like, I don't care what the person says. I don't care what Hold on. It's, it's too much feedback. It's too much feedback coming through. <laughs> is it better? Are you on a mic? Like a No, No, I'm on my phone. This is regularly. What the heck? Okay. So, like, and I know that, um, the black church is one of the most conservative institutions in Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Staunchly conservative. And mm-hmm. I know black people who do not, who were not like, they were not here for Obama. Like they, I know older black people who turned in their Obama pins when he supported gay marriage. And they were just like, no. My thing, church I don't, you preach, they preach that, oh, everyone is made in his likeness and that God makes no mistakes. And if that is the case, mm-hmm. what's the problem? Because my no one's is choosing is, this life. If I ch- like, I'm not choosing to be with a woman. Like that's what I desire. That is what I want. That is when I wake up. That is what I. You know what I mean? Like I didn't just. You know what? Today I'm gonna be gay. Although there are some people out here who play games. You know, there are some people who are out here who are curious. Majority of people don't choose this life because you wouldn't. They don't. Because it's not easy. And my thing is, I really genuinely do believe that there are people who are born gay, like, period. And my yeah. thing is also, too, I, I really, and once I, this, this sunk into my mind, it really made all the sense in the world. I don't have a heaven and hell to put you in. And I remember right. somebody told me that a long ass time ago. Without really, when I was learning to accept my holism, I learned that. <laughs> It was a valuable lesson Ignorant that was imparted to me. 
It was a valuable lesson that was imparted to me. And I'll say that to people, play like, I don't have a heaven and hell to put you in. Like, I've right. talked to people at work, you know, who, like, you know, they listen to their gospel and they're praying, and, you know, like, oh, do you want to pray? Like, I will pray with you. I've gone to Bible study at work. Like, that's, you know, like, hey, it's mm-hmm. not a problem. Like, I don't mind praising the Lord with you, but what I'm not going to do is condemn. What I'm not going to do is um, say that, oh, what I'm not going to do is put you down because you sin differently. Just because my sin is, you know, my my flavor Mm -hmm. is fornication and yours may be, you know, you like to steal or scam or whatever it is you into, you know, say like, I'm not going to sit in the like, you know, like, well, you know, you're going to like, no, sin is a sin is a sin. So I look at it like I'm being held with the game because I'm a fornicator. (laughs) Like, we're going to turn up regardless. But I, not, just, I, not, wanna I don't know. really believe that, but I don't believe that God is a vengeful, vengeful God. Because when I right. was pregnant, um, I prayed about it because the same people who, who you know, quiet as kept, who told me I couldn't have my baby baptized in the church because I wasn't very blah, 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 were the same people trying to talk me into having an abortion. Gosh, so, which to them is a sin. So still, I mean, what so, are you really preaching here? Right. So my thing is, this is it's really not about the Bible. Sometimes, sometimes it's just about straight up what people think. And I also in control. Believe, in control. I also believe that some religion is just a cover for people's racism and bigotry and mm-hmm. ignorance mm-hmm. and and patriarchy. That's all up and through the black church. Absolutely. I believe that, you know, the religion that they preached to us when we got here, they used that to control us and, you know, convince us that, you know, we're supposed to be good slaves and and for women to be subservient. So I was like, there's no way that you're going to use the same religion as a tool to tell me who's going to pick and choose who's going to go to hell. Like, it just doesn't work. I just don't believe in this. And it's, it's been a struggle of mine because, you know, like while my my sin, like I said, my sin may my nef- may not necessarily be homosexuality. I do sin, and mm-hmm. I don't. I just everyone know that does. I'm, everyone does. It. Our righteousness is but filthy rags in the sight of the Lord. Okay. Like it's just. It's, it's like, honey. You know not one. You can't no, tell me one. like you can't say that. You know, because in the Bible it says, before you were even formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. So Mm -hmm. you can't tell me that, oh, me being gay is a shock to God. Like, you can't, you know. The thing about it is, I am made in his likeness. What do you mean? I don't believe that. (laughs) The thing about it for me, I don't believe that that's that's how it works. I believe that the God that I serve, he's not vengeful, he's not hateful, he is forgiving. No, um, right. He does love you unconditionally, like no matter what. All the times that you can think of that you sin and you know you pray to God and said you was going to do better, he knew you was lying and bullshit and so right. he was going to go right back to it, but he loved you anyway. So, right. you know what I'm saying is, like, I don't believe that he's going to treat a gay person that way on Judgment Day. I don't believe this. I believe what God looks at, because God is not human. And I think when we put him in human form, we're, you know, speaking for him, which is something we shouldn't be doing. And we're putting our own personal feelings into this. And the thing is, God's going to look at your intent. He's going to look at your heart. He's going to ask you, what have you done for the least of these? What did you do? Do for the least of these. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. there are people in church, you know what I'm saying, with nice cars, nice homes, they don't even pay their ten percent. 
Hmm. Like you robbing God every Sunday, but you worried about who this man is. Who I'm sleeping with. Get out of my bed. Right. It's not your business. You know what I'm saying? And it just it's just it's just wrong and I think, you know, the church is about to have its day of reckoning because this has been coming it's been a long time in the making. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in business school, um, one of the professors was saying, like, he was like, I really would like to do a study. He's like, we have all these mega churches, and I want to know, you know, really look at how, you know, if they really advance the community and what they're doing for the community. and how They're not doing anything. There was a documentary on this. Um, I watched it maybe a couple months ago, and uh, it, it basically they're, uh, what they call them? Um, Prosperity churches, prosperity preachers, mm-hmm. they ain't doing nothing but collecting checks. Mm-hmm. Now, I can admit that I've not been to one of those prosperity churches. I've heard stories about we got one, churches. We got one out here in Virginia, in Norfolk, as a matter of fact. From my understanding, before you can even become a member, you have to submit your W-2s. Right, and that is where I draw all the lines, like that. Mm-hmm. No. Um, that's why, you know, like the churches I've been to that I've been a member of, they did not ask for that kind of, there was yeah. none of that kind of stuff going on. Now, did they take up collections and stuff? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But no, there was none of that prosperity preaching and all that other kind of stuff. No. If y'all have um, been collecting on a building fund for 20 years and it ain't no building yet, y'all still in the hotel, y'all still in the 7-Eleven on Main Street, it's a problem. Girl, let me tell you something. I ain't keeping the right. <laughs> so, I mean, but it's all kinds of foolishness in the church. All kinds. We know this. Mm-hmm. But for this particular one, I think, you know, and I've been listening, and I believe, you know, and I and I understand, you know, some of the people that I've listened to who are homosexual, they're, they're anchor with Kim Burrell. It's like, you know. When you need something from them or they can provide a service for you, you're all kiki in everybody's face. But this mm-hmm. is how you talk about them when their back is turned. And I think, and I can honestly say that I've done it. Um, when I had a friend who came out, you know, I was younger, I said some terrible things about her. Like, yes, I was smiling in her face, but I said some terrible things about her being gay. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I I can honestly say, like, I've I've been in that phase in my life where I've done that. I've gotten better and I've learned and um, you know, matured more. But I I it's so crazy. Like I had a friend, um well associate rather, not a friend. Um, she was a friend of a friend. And we were in the mall and we were hanging out and um a young guy walked by and he was, you know, he was possibly gay or bi, you know, don't know for sure because I didn't know him. But, you know, he had on, you know, skinny jeans and, a, you know, a tight shirt. And um, I don't, I wouldn't say his look was femme, but for me, I feel like with these 2,000 kids, I can't tell. I don't know. Right. So um, she just kind of made the comment. She's very, you know, goes to church every Sunday, you know, always going to Bible school and Bible study and blah, blah, blah. And she just was like, I'm like, I hate them. And I looked at her, and I was like, what? And she was like, I hate them. And I was kind of appalled because I was like, you know, like, no, you should not hate them. That's the exact opposite of what your Bible says. Number one. Number two, I was like, I have family members who are gay. You know what I'm saying? And I'm highly offended right now on their behalf because I wouldn't want someone to hate them. 
If I right. were gay, I wouldn't want someone to hate me. I wouldn't want someone to hate me in my holism. I would want <laughs> someone to love me through my shit. So right. it's like when she said that, I just was so put off. And I just was like, like, that was when I remember, that was one of the times I can remember where I was just like, no, I'm not going to be this kind of person. Right. Like, this is wrong. And it was disappointing because, you know, I, like, even, like, it's people I know who have gay children and can't really fully accept it. Right. And it's, like, Yeah, me, I had an issue I, at work where, um, we were watching, they had something on a TV, it was about a trans person, and this guy, uh, I think I told you about this, but he um, walks up to me and he's like, that's disgusting, that I just, it's so nasty, and I'm like, like, I'm upset, I am pissed, and, but he has a gay son, and it's like, I don't, just like, you know what, just like white gay people can be racist, <laughs> mm-hmm. parents of gay people can be right. homophobic. Like, it's just, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, to me, that's the one part, like, that's the part that I can't imagine. I couldn't imagine not loving my child because right. they were gay. And I cringe when I hear parents say that. And, and it, it it's so rampant and it happens. Um, I'm not surprised at Camberrell, but I think the one thing about was Shirley Caesar, I felt like they were taking some of her comments out of context a little bit mm-hmm. because when you watch the two-minute clip from what I saw, it came across as she was saying, like, well, now, really for her, she was just like, well, this is what we've been preaching. This is what we've always been preaching. This is the word of God. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's staunch in it, whether we agree with it or not. And she was like, it seems like now when we come to church, we got to take everybody's phone. You know, stop all this from happening because if it happened to her, like, it can happen to us. And, right. I mean, it makes sense to me. Like, okay, yes, yeah, she's saying this, but everybody's like, oh, sure, we talk about this. Probably first and foremost. Shirley she has been talking about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like that, like I'm like, and I, it pissed me off because Tamar's simple ass jumped up and said something, and I was like, speak of somebody who needs to sit down and be quiet. But on the one hand, it's like I have to. I I believe like you know she wasn't lying when she was like, look, well, I all know. Don't let it surprise like this. Somebody said this in a black church. Because I'm like, I mean, low-key. But, Tamar, why are you here? Right. But it's like that's not what we need You're to be saying right now. You're not a pastor, nor are you gay. About. But I think also for a lot of people, Tamar is one who, you know, does – Borrow a Who lot appropriates from gay the gay culture. She exactly. gay culture. She does appropriate. She appropriate misappropriates at that. She um, does. She, Let it go, She girl. appropriates gay culture a lot. So it was like, girl, on the one hand, like, no, you shouldn't be doing this. But on the other hand, it's like, yes, we do know that this has been happening in the, in the black churches, but now is the time for us to talk about why it should stop or why right. we should really be talking about why we need to not be, we, we need to recognize the LBGT members as a member of the fold and the flock and right. really welcome them with open arms and stop playing church when it comes to them. Exactly. Because they're there. Just because they're you've devoted. done it this way the entire time doesn't mean it's right. Don't tell right. me that this is how you've always done it. Tell me how you can fix it. Because what you got going on right now ain't working. 
And you got a lot of people out here who are lost and are in need of love. And my thing is when these people come out to their parents and God forbid their parents shun them, where do they go? That's what the church is for. Right. And it's been plenty of times I just stood in line at the church service to have my um, my um, my dinner and my chicken was served to me by somebody's gay son. Right. Or when you go and somebody's cleaning the um doing you know janitorial services or choir director or all kind like they are running ministries and stuff. Maybe they're, they're doing all kinds of stuff, being devoted members of the flock. Like you like you preach, you know, you got your street members who can't even be bothered to come to Bible study. Right. So no, like they're there and they're paying their time, their money's not gay. We need to take okay. it. And okay. so, like, and, and yes, there now the time for this time, like, this conversation can be held, it can be had, but I think it needs to be had in a way where it's moving forward. I also believe that we should be hearing from the LBGTQ people in the church because it's been times where I've been in church and we've been having a really good time and the pastor will say something against homosexuals. And I can look to my left and I can see a home, I can see a guy in my church and he's clearly homosexual. And it's been times where I like and he's still standing, but he's still you know like when the preacher like he's praying like saying yes, Pastor yes, well, he's like and the homosexual that's when he's got to be quiet and I'm just looking like I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, and it's just like, for me, in my heart of hearts, I felt like that. I felt it was wrong, and I was like, this is wrong. Like, if this is not right, like, this person should not be made to feel this way in church. No one should be made to feel this way in church. Right. I left my church because of that, because we, I went there, like, I had just joined this church. I was loving it. Some of their views, I was like, this doesn't make sense when it came to, like, patriarchy, you know, how women can't do anything in church, and, you know, it's their place to, to teach the children, but sit down. That rubbed me the wrong way, but I was like, you know what? I can kind of get past this because what he's giving me, I'm, it's it's feeding me. But he made the statement that it is our job to tell gay people that they're wrong. And I never went back after that because, no, it's not. It's not your job to tell anybody anything. It's your All job to teach what's in the Bible. That's it. Somebody. If you are hungry, feed them. If you are cold, give them more because they need shelter. You know, if they're homeless, give them shelter. That's really mm-hmm. what you should be doing. You should be doing works and acts. Right. Not, not talking and running your mouth. And it just, it's, it's just a sad day for the church, I think. Absolutely. Um, because, because despite my issues with religion, there were a lot of things that I learned in church that I'm extremely grateful for. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things that were imparted to me that I could take care of with me to this day. I could draw from. There are a lot of people who poured into me from my church. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of good, fond memories and a good foundation with my church. However, we do disagree on homosexuality. I'm like, right. I don't believe that it's, you know, I don't believe it's just, it, it to me, I don't believe that it is a sin. I believe that if somebody could be straight, they, they would choose it. Because why would you choose a life where no one wants to be around you? Why well, would you choose a life where people are told. disgusted and hate you? Why would you choose that? Right. Why, who chooses you? Like, I didn't choose to be black. Right. I didn't choose to be a woman. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing I can do about any of these. 
This is what I am. So, for me, I believe that I think we also have missed the mark about sexuality. I don't think that we have discussed it in a way that is nurturing, that is emotionally and mentally stable and healthy for people. You know what I'm saying? I think the way Mm -hmm. that we talk about sexuality is hurtful and harmful and dangerous. And I think that um, we are not as civilized as we believe that we are. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that there's, there's, time, there's a time for this, that this now is the time for this conversation. But I think that mm-hmm. it should be held. There is a certain way. And all this, you know, jumping up, oh, well, you know it's always, like, yes, we know it's always been that way, but that don't mean it's right. Exactly. That don't mean Time to reinvent the wheel. Do, do it differently. Right. And um, I think that we should be better to our LBGTQ um, brothers and sisters. I think those are the people we should be loving the most. I believe in this. I believe this. I believe Christ's love is agape love. It's unconditional love. No matter who you are, I mean, mean, honestly, and I have to admit, for me, I draw the line at pedophilia. I believe that if you're an adult, and you are taking advantage of children or you're taking advantage of the elderly or anybody who's vulnerable, you know, mentally incapacitated, I think you're, you know, terrible. And you should be punished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, like, to me, that, I believe, for me, it's very simple. You know, right. I believe if you treat people, you know, yes, the way you want to be treated with common decency, human decency is what really is what it boils down to. And it's like, you no, know, you, you know, you have to look at, to, at someone for who they are, not because of who they have sex with. And that's the other thing that I've been wanting to say to a lot of people is like, you know, you're not worried about them being homosexual. You're really thinking about how they have sex. And you need to stop mm-hmm. this that damn thing. And why are you thinking about me naked? Quit it. Right, right. Why are you, like, and I'll be wanting to say to some of these things, like, so you're thinking about him and that cock in his hand. And then mm-hmm. that title, like, that's what you're thinking about. Like, mm-hmm. stop. You're nasty. Just you're nasty. Right. <laughs> but, like, well, actually, like, I just felt like there was a lot of stuff about the, the story that was coming out that I saw. But the one thing that kind of stuck to me, I think Frank Ocean's mom is the mom of the year. Oh, yes. This is how you support your children. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was just like, can we crop Kimberell's voice out of, um, she t- tweeted her, so she was like, son, can we crop Kimberell's voice out your phone? And I'm like, this is it. Like, she, she already got paid for what she already been on. Take her out the rest. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it really, I think this is really what it's all boiled down to is the hypocrisy. Like, you are working with people who are homosexual. You right. are taking your homosexual ass money. And you're going into these gay spaces and you're working with them. But you, uh, yeah, I see, I see how, yeah, this is an insult and it's hypocritical. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you had the, she had the audacity to think that she was going to go onto a gay talk show. Really? After you just you just called this, basically you called this woman a pervert, and you think you were going to go down to her show and sit on her couch and have a civilized conversation with her? No. What? And I saw a lot of people were saying, oh, she should go so that Ellen can teach her. Let me stop you. It's not Ellen's job. 
Ellen is a comedian. She's an entertainer. She's not an educator. First of all, I don't believe anybody needs an educator woman because she knows better. Right. I believe she's been around enough. Kind of sense. All and the fuck the funny part was weird. And I read Yolanda Adams not I'm not always seen eye to eye with Yolanda Adams. But I do give her a prop vocally. I mean nobody mm-hmm. like she's not to be messed with. But her best friend is Donnie. She came out and was like, And how about sis been real quiet? I ain't heard nothing from Lady Donnie McClurkin. Not a oh, peep. You know, he still he died back, but he still like shooting. She said, I don't want nothing to do with this. <laughs> he said, yeah, name brought up this, this shit. But he's not at all. I, don't, I can't listen to him because I'm like, listen, I'm not going to take down and put the seriously until he throws out the goddamn club. Until he does what? Girl. He's diabetic, but he still likes sugar, honey. Of so, he's the Andrew Caldwell of back then. <laughs> he is. Andrew, if you're listening, call us. <laughs> bars. Ignorant bars. This, the title is yours. No. <sighs> but that's also, I believe, because of Donnie McClurkin and his ilk, we have people like Andre, Andrew Colwell. Yes. Like, come on now. Like, like you can't do this to people. You can't. No, do this you're to playing people. with his men. Like, I feel like it's a mental game because you mm-hmm. had Andrew basically stand up in front of a congregation of thousands of people and say that he's not gay, and we all know the truth. He was born like that, and it's just it's not. He can deny it as much as he wants to. He can abstain as much as he wants to, but that desire is still there. You are still looking. You're still wanting to lay down with another man. And for me it's quite all right. Flourish. But don't mm. lie about it. Don't don't being in the closet is so it's hard. It really is. And so I can only imagine what how he feels like he basically went back in the closet and now a bunch of people are watching to see if he gonna mess up. It's yeah. just too much. That's rough. It's rough. It is rough. It is rough. And I just, it just, it was, what I also, the other part to this that I think is very interesting is how, you know, African-American people have no problem holding other African-Americans accountable when they, when they fuck up. When black Mm -hmm. people fuck up, we have no problem with making sure that we hold our own accountable. Yep. And I just want to take a moment to give the black community their props on that because, yeah. All we're asking for is accountability. That's it. Whenever we do something wrong, we are made to be accountable for it, and we know how to do it. And all we're asking is for other people and other groups to do the same. And Don't be sorry. Be better. Be better. Right. Just bottom line. That's all you do. I just, I just want to point that out. Um, can <laughs> be held accountable? And I yeah. think she should. Um. Yeah, she absolutely should. Yeah. Anyway, but at the same time, you know, oh, she also um her radio show got canceled. Good. 
Ain't nobody crying for her. Ain't nobody upset that she's losing these deals. Like, no one really cares. You should have kept your mouth shut. In 2016, going into 17, everyone knows that this is the digital age, that everything is on camera, everything. Shut your mouth. But, you know, the funny part is somebody recorded that, and they wasn't necessarily even recording it like, ooh, we're going to expose her. They were right. to agree with her. And they was right. pointing out that like, this they is, thought it this was the word. Shit. <laughs> this is the word. You hear how mm-hmm. she preached the word? Like, I thought I was preaching today. <laughs> like, why nobody trying to set you up, tear you down, do an expose, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. No. This is it. This is what it is. Oh, and well. I thought that, you know, and I get where Shirley's coming from, but I also think that, no, Shirley, like, you don't need to do, like, you're not, you're going to church, you're not going to be no, do no groupie shit where you somebody got to right. take your, your cell phone. And you, I mean, like, I understand. You're going to sign NDAs. You're going to sign NDAs to go to church. I get it. I do understand where she's coming from, but at the same time, I know. Bishop Eddie Long. Oh, God. Then you have people doing that. Huh? Didn't he have them little boys signing NDAs? He sure did. He paid the money. I think he had them back down. Or retain or something. Jesus. I don't know. I'm just shit, you know. <laughs> but. <laughs> My word. <laughs> Mm-mm. 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 Yeah, man, it just, it, we're only five days in. Right. But what I can in. say, though, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that Greenleaf is going to draw from real life um, because I would love to see this played out. Oh, my God. Girl, if they play, come through Greenleaf. I just, yes, mm-hmm. yes. If you're listening, Greenleaf, come through on this, please. Please, please, please. Yep, because remember they hired that uh they hired the gay guy, the gay man, mm-hmm. and his partner goes to church with him. He's the choir director. They mm-hmm. come on. Listen, they don't mind when you you know got the the choir rocking. Mhm. So you know and you can plates going across. They filling up because the entertainment yeah. is so good. Right, because they everybody happy and feeling good. They feel like giving. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some got you got to talk about it. Some got to get it. Um, but guess what? What's up, girl? Gina Jackson had a baby at fifty. Girl, go ahead. Them eggs wasn't hard boiled after all. I mean, my thing is this is amazing. It's wonderful. Who does that? She gonna be sixty eight. Oh my god. I mean, and I, I guess. Well, her husband has children, yes. They, yeah. She, but she's the baby. I mean, she, like, they didn't even do a surrogate. She carried that baby. I mean, do we want kids that bad that we raise them at the age of 50? But he's a billionaire, and so is she. So, I mean... I'm pretty sure they can hire someone to run with the baby. And a wet nurse. Listen. I'm pretty sure she's taking care of the baby. I wouldn't be surprised if she wasn't. But, yeah, would that baby get to running around? Oh, please. Right. How old is Okay, but Tyra had a surrogate. 
Because Tyra mm-hmm. just had a baby, too. And I think she's in her upper 40s. No, Tyra's in her early 40s. Okay, okay. Well, y'all keep yeah. having these babies. Go right ahead. If you like Long, it, I love it. Girl, all I know is shoot me. Okay. If I'm 40, going to the daycare because I'm already out that daycare loop. I'm not Okay. Know. <laughs> the fucked up part is cheaper than going to private school than daycare. Listen, I paid my last daycare payment back in early January of last year. I, it was mm-hmm. the best thing that ever happened. I'm tired. It's expensive. I know Girl. people pay $800 a month for daycare. Yep. I know people who spend almost that a week. Yeah, I I bet. Because, you know, people got two and three kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, easy. Two kids will run you $1,200 a week. Easy. Easy. And I remember I was in the cafe down in um, West Bumblefuck, and I was like, as soon as we get this health care shit straightened out, I said, daycare, I said, that's the next fight. That's the next frontier. Mm-hmm. And then we get this redneck white man looked over at me and kind of gave this little snarky. I was like, you know what? These white people, they don't get it. I was like, they, like, y'all are really letting them kill us. And they don't mm-hmm. nothing. But I didn't mean to rant about daycare costs because it's like, <laughs> for real, for real, sending your child to daycare is like paying for college. Um, it's a mortgage. It, I was paying a mortgage and rent. That's why I appreciate my job because, and I know a lot of workplaces have it built into your insurance. It's like a HSA but for mm-hmm. daycare and like you put out in a certain amount and they match your amount. So that helps. Yeah. If you have that check and see, I know open enrollment is done, but check and see yeah, if wonder. your company has that because I know people who use it and it's a godsend. So Yeah. Yeah. And it helps also to reduce taxes too. Mhm. Yep. So. Because it's a it's a pre tax. So it takes less tax out of your check. Yeah, which helps. It, mm-hmm. It's still, it's still a bill though. It's still a hump, and I actually yeah. had to cut back from before and aftercare to just aftercare. Yeah, and just started going to work later. I was like, I'm coming in later because I'm like, I'm just going to take her to school myself. Mhm. That's what I did. And then my schedule. Yeah, because I was like, y'all don't get. It. I'm not paying for before and like it's just too much. Before mm-hmm. and I was like, no, we can just do aftercare and cut that bill right in half. Yep. And so I mean, it just, but it was, it can be a lot. It can, it can totally be a lot. Um, yep. It just shows you how the system is set up for women. It makes it hard for women to to do their best. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, to get out and work. And yeah. It just, yeah. It 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 is not designed for you to win. And it it does make you choose, like, either you're going to have these, you, if you want to have children, you know, you do have to put it off for later in life because your prime mm-hmm. years is when you're, when you're young and you have the most energy is to do, you know, to go and start your career then and have mm-hmm. children later in life. As but then you have people to, judge you for not having kids when you're younger. The only time I ever wonder about, like, damn, maybe I should have had a kid when I was younger is when I'm like, well, now that I'm, you know, 38, if I had, you know, my child is 20, she'd be 18 now and out of the house. But at the same time, I would not have had a kid. Yes, God, I'm almost there. 
smart. I wouldn't have the same quality of life. So I'm glad I did it the way I did. Yeah. It was a struggle. Trust me. (laughs) It was a definite struggle, but mama, we made it. When you're older, it isn't necessarily easy because I was 27 Mm -hmm. and for unfortunately for as an African American woman, twenty seven is older. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> so it was just like, okay, I'm older now. It was like, oh Lord, like, <laughs> like this, you know, going with no sleep, you know, like I should be doing this during my club years because that's the only right. time I could do with no sleep. <laughs> right. Oh, that's my God. Oh, man, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, it's, ugh, every two hours. That shit is the worst. Ooh, yeah. But congratulations to Janet. I just, I'm just like, wow, girl. Like, you really did it. For sure. She carried that baby. Like, she carried a baby. Like, at 50. Like, oh, you no. Hey, hey. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> so, you ready for a little bit more? For a little bit of who? A little bit of mess. I'm always here for a little bit of mess. <laughs> mm. So, gay performer arrested for attacking boyfriend for watching porn. Honey, yes, go in and let have. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've seen this guy before, too. Uh, gay performer, gay porn performer, Tice Jack has been arrested after allegedly assaulting his boyfriend for watching porn. The man legally named Jared Louise Velasquez has shot him. Louise? Louise. Jared Louise Velasquez. Not Louise. 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 Louise has shot him for Raging Stallion in Next Door Ebony. Velasquez uh, was already on probation for beating and choking his boyfriend a year ago. Honey, his mugshots mm-hmm. are everything. Uh, Jerry Louise, uh, Louise Velasquez, 31, was arrested November 25th after allegedly attacking Bobby Hamill in their Lenox Road duplex. According to court documents, Velasquez allegedly hit Hamill several times, threw him to the ground, and threatened him with a knife during the altercation shortly after midnight, according to an Atlanta police arrest affidavit. Velasquez, who has performed in gay sex films, apparently became enraged when he found Hamill watching porn on an iPad. Hamill stated he was watching porn on his iPad Pro when Mr. Velasquez asked him, do you really need to do that? Mr. Hamill added he then went to the restroom and heard a loud noise. He came out of the restroom and asked Mr. Velasquez what was the noise, and they began arguing, according to the arrest affidavit. Hamill, co-owner of popular gay bar BJ Rooster, told police that Velasquez smashed the iPad. When Hamill tried to leave the residence, Velasquez grabbed his keys and prevented him from walking out. The altercation then intensified, according to court documents. Mr. Hamill advised while trying to leave his boyfriend, snatched the keys from him, and began pushing and choking him against the wall. He stated he was then slammed on the ground and was hit numerous times. When Velasquez Mm -hmm. allegedly grabbed a knife, Hamill threw a glass bowl at him. Police photographed the visible injuries and bruising on Hamill's neck and left arm. He refused to be treated by paramedics at the scene. Following his arrest, according to Project Q, 
Velas has spent two days in the Fulton County Jail before being released on $5,000 bond. He faces a charge of battery family violence. Velasquez was ordered to have no contact with Hamill or his family members. At the time of his arrest, Velasquez was serving a three-year probation sentence for assaulting Hamill in November 2015 and attacking a former boyfriend in a midtown apartment in June 2014. Velasquez potentially faces several years in prison if convicted. So the question that I have is, um, was the boyfriend watching gay porn of another performer? Right. <laughs> like why why was he mad? Like do you really have to do that? Like what was it about the porn that he was watching that sent him in this race? It's like did he have beef with the dude he was watching? <laughs> and or I mean I, I have questions. I need to know. He was watching Mr. Marcus. history of violence, so we know that, right. you know, he's just, yeah, he definitely needs help. And it was, you know, really, that was sad, but at the same time, you know, these are real relationships, and this is what happens, unfortunately, um, in the LBGT community, you know, domestic violence is real. Right. And, um, but it's not looked at as domestic violence. Right. It's yes, you're right. They otherize it or just sweep it under the rug or just don't do anything. Like if you're a man and you're fighting another man, you know, like, oh, he can't hurt you. But, you know, Mm -hmm. it's sort of looked at as if you are a male victim of domestic violence and the um, abuser is a woman. Mm -hmm. You know, it's similar to that where they won't necessarily, like men don't report it because they don't be taken seriously. But, yeah, looking at this, yeah, he's got a history of violence. And this is his MO. So, but it was just It's not funny, her. but it's like, bruh, really? <laughs> I, like but in my mind I totally fabricated like, oh Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he was watching <laughs> Sean Cody. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know black porn, so I don't know. <laughs> no, it's only white, actually. Uh, uh, listen, go to Tumblr. You'll, you'll, you'll learn all you need to learn. <laughs> I mean, I, really, I just don't know, like, I don't know. I know, like, a lot of people know all the porn people's names and stuff. Like, I've never been on that le- mm-hmm. that level. Like, I know Pinky. And, like, Mr. Marcus, of course, but, like, I don't really know. You know what I mean? Anyway. I just thought it interesting. I know more women than men. But yeah. I guess that's just the nature of porn. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, But, yeah, there are not very many men, like, oh, I know his name. But, like, I do appreciate it's this one dude. He be having them three-day-old cornrows, and he wears white socks <laughs> in a pair of Tim's. And he's got a long, long ass dick. I appreciate him. Oh, I, 
his old swag. <laughs> I will fuck with him, but I appreciate a nigga who fuck with his thoughts on him. To me, that's gay right. and I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I do. But, um, no, I, you know, I was watching a documentary about porn, and it just was very, 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 very sad. You know, the life that they live after porn and how they're rejected from society. Um, Where can you go? Yeah, it's they struggle to become mainstream. It's something that doesn't happen very often. I, you know, it just, That's it, why you have to create mm-hmm. your own. You know what I mean? Like um, mm-hmm. Jenna Jameson. You know what I mean? Like that's the only way to still. You said what? I don't recognize her racist ass. Okay, well, she that will remain nameless. You know, you have to build. You know, empires like her because it's have not. Hunter used to have her own. But no, someone did an interview about that, and she was like, you know, there used to be a very vibrant African-American porn scene, and there used to be black, um, you know, porn houses, and I guess that's the right one, Com- production company, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And so <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was just like, you know, they used to, you know, they used to be able to work together and, and do all kinds of stuff, but she said it just started to dry up, and it's not as... You know, it's not that many of them anymore, but I yeah. really do believe, you know, the Internet, it just came through. Right. And That's what I was about to say. Like, people can upload their amateur porn, and, hell, you mm-hmm. can go on Amazon, basically. Really? I mean, yeah. Amazon. Not Amazon. Instagram. <laughs> oh. Oh, girl. Like, okay. it's just so, like, Shit. <laughs> I was following this one couple. They deleted their page, but I was following this one couple, and they was getting it in. Yeah. Like, you don't need, you, you really don't need porn anymore. The only time I can't get with amateur porn is when it's in, it's just, okay, so, I'm sorry. I know people who really go up for amateur porn, and I just, I don't get it. (laughs) I mean, sometimes it's good, though. Sometimes, yeah. There's a couple, I don't know how I've ended up down this wormhole, but it was a dude. (laughs) He brought home some chick with him and his wife, oh, my God, and I, it, it was the most unintentionally funny porn <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. It was hilarious, but I it. <laughs> it was unintentionally funny. Like It was just awesomely unintentionally funny. <laughs> but I, I'm not a big amateur porn fan. Yeah. I guess I'm a porn snob. I prefer to go with, with my tried and true name. Yeah. Well, okay, so I'm not really big on vintage porn, but most of my favorite porn stars are technically vintage. Like, I watched a Janet Jackman porn from, like, 2014. She was in a scene or whatever, like, 2014. Mm-hmm. Like, she's still out here doing porn. And it just, she looked great. She still had it, you know what I'm saying? But 
her older scenes when she was younger, she had more enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had way more enthusiasm. She looks tired now. Yeah, she's she's not retired now. It's like she did retire. She no, came I think she's a little tired. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! She's like she's totally. You could tell she's totally like making the donuts when she's doing these things. Like, <laughs> that's totally what's happening. <laughs> oh God, hilariously funny. So anyway, enough about that, girl. <laughs> Doing this weekend or whatever. Um, letting it snow and chillaxing. Is it really going to snow this weekend? They said we're supposed to get where I'm at. We're supposed to get like 12 inches. It's snowing right now. Jeez, where I am. Oh Lord. So either. Yeah, either school's going to be closed tomorrow or delayed. Yeah. Well, they've already canceled school or any school activities for Saturday, so I don't care. Shit. I ain't, listen, just close work. I need another Monday off. (laughs) That's all I need. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Anywho. Make sure you check out uh, the Cooking the Gooch uh, 420 playlist, Flourish and Luxuriate on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Check us out. And we will be having another playlist this month. I believe we're going to have two. It's going to be the Black Power playlist and the Love Jones playlist for Valentine's Day. Is this February? <laughs> Oh wait, so this month. Oh shit, wait, what are we doing for this month? January. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out, but we got February together or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. We're gonna put out a, um, another playlist this month. Oops, I totally forgot. Girl, I'm not even that high. How I do that? Lordy. <laughs> 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 This weekend, I don't really have too much planned, but whatever it is, I'm totally going to luxuriate in it, and yeah. I'm really looking forward to sleeping in on Saturday morning. Oh, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just hope we get enough so I can make enough snow so where I can make snow cream, because that is why I'm here. That's, you do that? Yes, a family tradition. That is adorable. My I'm grandma's not... gonna cuss me out though, cause she said you don't do it with the first snow. But I'm gonna do what I want, cause I'm a grown one, a grown up. You ain't gonna tell your grandmother you made it. Look, You're damn right I'm not. I could do it. I ain't gonna tell her I did it though. I won't make shit. I ain't gonna tell her. She's like, tell her you did it. No, ain't gonna tell her shit. <laughs> well, when she gone, I'll be talking again. Right. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to more fuckery in the new year. Um, mm-hmm. I hope that it's not as um, trill as the fuckery from 2016, even though something tells me 2017 just might be 
a mother sucker, but, you know, interestingly mm-hmm. enough, when I went to pick my daughter up from aftercare, I was talking to one of the teachers, and she said, no, seven. She was like, that's the number for God. She was like, I'm going to claim this year. I said, amen, and girl. The number of completion. Mm-hmm. So. For all you numerology people out there. <laughs> Either way, I um looking forward to a lot of good things happening this year, um, especially yeah. with the show and engaging with, um, our audience more, and I just can't thank you guys enough for listening. Truth be told. Mhm. But look, can y'all start sending me snacks? I'd appreciate that. You know. <laughs> y'all be out here sending all these other podcasts, gifts, and stuff. All I want is a box mm. of little daddies. That's all I want. Bless me. Help me to help you. Quiet as kept. Somebody sent me a box of bench cookies for my birthday. What? <laughs> nice. Listen, y'all, we are trying to find these wrap chips, and mm-hmm. I keep going to the website, and say they are sold out. If y'all see these wrap chips, holler at me. I will send you the money, and you better mm-hmm. send me these chips. I need them. Yeah. We need them in our lives, okay? Just do me this favor. I want to try them. And they've got a jalapeno flavor one. I want to try Yes. Them honey barbecue drinks. Mm. Come on, man. Listen. I just I just want a steady wop chip. Come on. As soon as we get our hands on those snacks, it's on. Who do I need to talk to to get? I think I keep going to the website and they're not there. Well, listen. Send me the website. I want to talk to whoever the, um, the owner. Mm-hmm. I, listen, mm-hmm. I'm going to take it all the way to the top. I'm going to start with whoever answers the phone. I'm going to ask for their manager <laughs> until I get to the top. Just send me the information. I'm going to get to the bottom of this right now. I sure will. I get things done. We I want, want these rap chips. Mm-hmm. We do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Hold on, okay? Thank all you right. for listening, though. Bye, y'all. All right, hold on, Gooch. <laughs>